Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Come on, G, kick it. Somebody explain to me why JV's on the court. Like, seriously. I don't even understand at this point. What is his role? He's supposed to be offensive big. You know, post big. And, um, he never does that anymore. It's just not, (laughs) it's just not a thing for him. Right? Rebounding, not a thing. It's just not a thing. It's supposed to be his thing, not a thing anymore. Welcome to the Tip of the Tower podcast, where we get angry about Jonas Valanciunas. Oh. It's not just about JV tonight, buddy. Oh, man. Tonight was... Uh, tonight, I felt like I literally rewatched last year's playoff series. Yeah, but with more JV, because JV was injured last year. Man, he, there's only one matchup he can play in this series. And Tristan Thompson scored his buckets easy tonight. JV was kind of floating around out there at times. I mean, not to just pick on him because let's get this straight. There's a lot more issues than just Jonas Valanciunas. But again, he does not have a place in this series. No, like he actually he should he should like legit be playing zero minutes in the game. Like there's a couple guys that should be playing zero minutes, to be honest. He should not like there's just no point in playing him at all. Just none. Zero. Like there just isn't. I would rather see I'm serious, I would rather see Jakob Pertl on the floor. As like the back Likewise. of the back of center, right? He's more mobile. The yeah, Cavs, no matter what, even if like Jonas is wreaking havoc underneath the bucket, they're just going to roll him out into space. They're going to run a pick and roll with his guy. They're going to get him out into space in front of the elbow there, and he's going to do what? He's going to be on skates. Yeah, he's just, just not going to go well. Dude, I was. <laughs> I don't know why it's so much more visceral than it was like two days ago when we were recording before. I'm just like, oh, I don't think JB really has a spot and now. It's just like. It's so obvious, so so obvious, and like at well, I, I can tell you why. To be honest, go ahead. This is like w- w- the Raptors have been preparing for over a year for this specific matchup. Think about that. Mm-hmm. Over a year they've been preparing for this one team, and they shit the bed again. So it feels like a wasted year, wasted time. And to be honest, a lot of fans tonight were saying, even you know, you might as well tank until LeBron retires. And <laughs> I get that's an extreme. Right. That's an absolute extreme. That's like a quitter's attitude, but I get the frustration behind it. I was there. I was there, and then you talked me out of it, man. Remember, I think it was the beginning of the season last year. I was there. I'll talk you out of it again. <laughs> and I'm, I'm close to being there again, man. All right. Let me let me say something positive then for you, at least for you, because there's not much positives out of this game. To be mm-hmm. honest, there's a lot of things that we expected that if the Cavs did it, 
this is exactly how they would do it, and that's exactly what we saw tonight. Yeah. However, John Schumann tweeted out this. After tonight, the Raptors are plus 58 in 141 minutes with Norman Powell on the floor. They're minus 65 in 195 minutes without Powell on the floor. That's all in this postseason. Yeah, they need him, man. They need him. They can't be playing JP. They just can't. (laughs) They can't play him. And they can't really play Powell when, like, I I rewatched the game and, uh, you can Good play. You. <laughs> I feel bad for you. Good for you. <laughs> when I'm when I was watching it, and I was watching like when JV or not JV when Norman Powell can play, it's when LeBron is at the four. So like when Kevin Love isn't on the court, and actually no, it's just when LeBron is at the four. Kevin Love can be playing the center, but it's just like those when LeBron moves up a position, then there's so many. There's just like shooters on the court, right? Like, the the, only, the thing that's preventing Norman Powell from being in the starting lineup is somebody has to guard Kevin Love, and somebody else has to guard LeBron, and then somebody else has to be the center. So, like, it's just, like, it. the logistics of it just doesn't allow for him to be in the starting lineup unless you're going to bench DeMar DeRozan. So, when he, LeBron's at the four, you just got, like, that Darren Williams, Kyrie Irving, Kyle Korver. Like, those are, like, the, the bottom half of the of the starting five and then you got LeBron and then you got Tristan Thompson or Kevin Love and then you, now you can play Powell because like he's not going to get posted up like Kyle Korver you know D- Darren Williams isn't going to like roast him uh, 1v1 he's boo-boo that guy's sorry right so it's just like that's that's when he can play and that's he, he was like, he was playing during those minutes right like the Lowry plus bench and like he was they were killing the they were killing the Cavs like that's how they came back into the game in the second quarter here's the thing I'm almost comfortable just letting them – actually, you know what? I don't even think they would do it, to be honest. Like, if we start Norman Powell, mm-hmm. yes, he has to cover Kevin Love or DeMar DeRozan does. But I don't even think the Cavs would abandon their base offense to just throw it into Kevin Love in the post every time. And if they did, I'll welcome that because we saw what happens when they play their base offense tonight. It kind of turned into Showtime Lakers a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I just – I don't even think they would do that. So, yeah, start Norm. It started like that, <laughs> Showtime Lakers. Oh man, did. right off the backboard right away. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, you kidding that was, me? I mean, also... LeBron was going to chug a beer pretty much on the sideline there. Yeah, man. He, quite like... frankly, he could have played with a beer in one hand tonight and probably still <laughs> racked up stats. Then they were playing like it was like a party at the queue. Even though it got close at some points, like the off the backboard, the, the beer thing, like there was that point. I think po- the rappers were a joke, man. There was that point where, like, LeBron, like, left-hand passed it to Tristan Thompson. Tristan Thompson did, like, a spin, and then he passed it to Kyrie in the corner, and he hit a three. Like, it was it was nuts, man. And it's not really, like, you can see the ink. You can see the, the times where the Raptors are like, oh, man, they can, like, really really hang with the with the Cavs, right? Like, they'll go on, like, the 10-0 run or 19-3 run. And then they just, like... You know, JV gets put back in the lineup, and then, and then we just, you know, everything falls apart. Well, you go back to last year and now this year, and you look at the four games they've played in Cleveland. They've all been the same. They get behind. They're trying to play catch up. They cut into the lead with a nice run. Cavs pull away again, and then they never look back. So in those four games, the Raptors have lost by 31, 19, 38, and 11. Mm-hmm. These games are never close. <laughs> They're going to be close for a hot minute. That's about it. I know this one's only this Man. one was the only reason why this one was close is because of garbage time. I mean, like it was eleven. They had no interest in defense. 
Yeah, that's absolutely true, man. Where do you want to start? Do you want to start with the bench unit, with the Cavs bench unit, or do you want to pick on some of the Raptors guys that were struggling? Because there's a lot to dissect there, too. I just want the Cavs J- bench unit did some interesting things. I just want JV off the court. No more JV. Hey, oh, no. We're not I even going to bring zero. that up anymore. I want 0% place, JV. I want it gone. I want it over. He's not providing any value. So get him out of Casey here. Casey cannot deploy the same vanilla lineup. Yo, it's we were at, remember during like the past two, three years, we're like, man, get JV in the lineup. JV would be too. Now we're just like, I want him gone. I don't want to see his face on the court anymore. He's on the bench. To be his fair. Role, his role now is a towel waiver. That's all he does for this team. Done. Done deal. Okay. Because he can't play against the Warriors and he can't play against the Cavs. He's doing nothing for the Raptors anymore. It doesn't make any sense in playing him. I'm getting so angry at this now. Likewise. But to be fair, think about how much the game of basketball has evolved in the past two to three years. I know that's a very. Uh, it's kind of a hollow statement to make, but seriously, when you think about it, this game has changed a lot in the past two or three years. You're right. You're right. And I'm not trying to justify, you know, <laughs> not take the blame off of JV here. It's not his fault, but, like, it's kind of his fault because, I mean, it's not his fault that he's born this way, <laughs> right? Uh, but uh, it just doesn't work. It's just not an effective NBA player anymore. It's just not. All right, I'm going to swerve this topic of JV because I feel like we'll be here. Okay. It's just, it's madness. Okay. It's literally like a dark place and it's just, we're just keep punching <laughs> the wall. The Cavs bench unit with LeBron and uh, his shooters, I'll mm-hmm. call him that, or his pupils, you know, mm-hmm. some are referring to him as, I- I'm not going to say it, never mind. The bump screens they run, man, that was giving the Raptors fits. Mm-hmm. They were a little, it's kind of like, just like, it's not even a set screen, it's just kind of like a little rub play. And they were doing it at will to get just open looks. It's perfectly legal. You just got to play more physical. And for whatever reason, the Raptors did not want to match that intensity tonight. Why? I mean, can you explain <laughs> to me? I know you noticed it too. It was, yeah. They didn't give a damn. Um, it's hard. It's hard whenever he's doing those screens because that's either you got to make a decision to switch or to go over, right? And if you're gonna like, if your um, primary defender is gonna go over, I mean, you could go underneath the screen. But then, you know, the secondary defender has to be, like, he has to kind of be out of the way so he can go underneath the screen. So it gives space for LeBron to make the pass. So it's, it's just hard. It's super, super tough to defend. And I can't even, you just got to switch it, man. But he's doing that with, like, Kyle Lowry or Kojo's dude, right? And that, that's just a post up. Yeah, it's very yeah. smart what they're doing. But at the same time, I think given the Raptors situation, you know it's going to be difficult to defend. Make a decision to go over top or underneath. Don't sit still. A lot of times tonight they got caught flat-footed, and at times we even saw them bumping into each other. Yeah, what is that, dude? Like, numerous times tonight. Doesn't I make mean, any... they got to be more aggressive. Just take chances. Man, it doesn't make any sense. How are you bumping to, into each other on defense, man? Like, isn't this the whole point of the, the defense to be on a string? It's just like, who is the ventriloquist here? Like, the person's like all thumbs. Is it Milhouse? Milhouse from the, from the Simpsons? I don't know. Felt like it. <laughs> Another guy that was bad tonight on defense, too, it wasn't just JV. DeMar DeRozan. His D was... <laughs> He's always bad, though. I know, but tonight was like, god damn, man. Tonight uh, was glaringly bad. I'm not expecting him to play over-the-top, world-beater, you know? Right. And there was, they they had him and Powell on the court at the same time, and he found himself against uh, LeBron. And that was a disaster. Like, just unmitigated disaster. I think it was like three... Three times he had, uh, LeBron had him on the the right block and just 
He's like crab dribble, crab dribble, spin move, dunk, crab dribble, crab dribble, spin yeah. move. Like spin move the same way two times in a row, dog. <laughs> you beat him both times. I was just about to say to you, I think he was <laughs> trying to teach him. It was like a teaching point, you know, where you're like, I'm going to go to the right. So you should probably drop your foot here and do this. And then he's like, okay. And LeBron just still does it in scores. Like the first time it was a dunk, and then the second time he got fouled because like Demar Derozan was too slow on it. Like it just doesn't make any sense. Like he's just not paying attention on defense, man. He just wants to score. That's he's just there to score. I mean, at least he was scoring. You know, yeah. At least he was. Scoring. At least he was scoring. I mean, Kyle Lowry looked good tonight too, for what it's worth. But yeah, the others the problem man, with that. The others on offense. That's an issue now. Just about to say the problem with that is something we alluded to on the preview podcast. They literally just gave the Raptors the Lance Stevenson, Tony Allen treatment tonight. They forced the ball out of DeRozan and Lowry's hands and said, hey, get somebody else to beat us. Ibaka got hot in the second quarter, man. But after, aside from that... Yeah, Ibaka was playing I, well, I think too. you're going to say Tupat. Tupat. So you take that because I'll, I'll, I'll Tupat, parade you, that. Tupat oh, needs, I'll the right now. Tupat needs to either... like When he catches the ball, he immediately... It's just like the Warriors. You dribble, shoot, or pass immediately. He's like, so get the ball, like fake pass, pump fake... No. Okay. I want you to make a decision immediately. And he just fails to do that, right? Because he catches it and he's like a, he's a thinker in basketball, which is a good thing most of the time. But he's, like, catching it, and then he's just like, uh, who's open and nobody's open, or pump fake, and then, like, drive and try to make this difficult pass. Like, dribble, shoot, or drive immediately. Just don't think about it, man. He's thinking about it too much. Considering how much the Cavs are disrespecting him and other guys like Damari Carroll and whatnot, look at the space. You gotta be taking that personally, man. Shoot! Shoot the damn ball! Yeah, (laughs) just... wide open! You have to get to the point where, like, I'm just going to shoot it, and it's going to go in. And, like, they're leaving you open, and they're like, okay, we'll just close out on him. Because they don't have, they don't fear you, and they don't have, like, they don't think your team has faith in you to make the shot. Like, you just, eventually, you're just going to have to, like, pull the trigger every time until they actually respect you. Even if you miss, right, your credibility throughout the season is going to back you up to say, like, this guy is, like, eventually it's going to start going in. Right, and he's not—he's like not losing confidence in it, but he's just like not using it as his primary weapon on offense when that's like what they have him on the squad to do. Yeah, to basically help with spacing and play defense, and by helping with spacing, he's got to shoot the rock. Yeah, just I shoot. don't understand for life, man, why he's. For example, in the first quarter, that travel that he had—I mm. don't know what the hell that was. Yeah, I don't know the if that travel. was a Soul Train dance move from back in the day, or what the <laughs> hell that was, man. That was god-awful. Oh, man, the travel. Uh, he looked okay on defense, at, at least. Yeah, he's always solid on defense because he's one of those max effort guys that moves his feet, mm-hmm. keeps his guy in front of him. Like, if you can do those two things, you're generally going to be a decent defender in basketball. Plain and simple. All right, so he was he was okay on D. Um, what do you um, do with Damari Carroll? I don't, I don't even know, man. I, don't, I, I honestly don't know. I could, like, it even... When you asked me that originally, I'm like, when did he even play? Like, he only played, like, 15 minutes, and he hit one too three. Much. And he hit one three. That's it. And the that rebounds was... he got, I feel like a lot of people could have got, man. <laughs> but he hit the no, one they were right th- at him. He, <laughs> yeah, like, they landed in his hands, and the one three was the only shot that he took in the entire game. Like, what is it? Nicest word? guy. <laughs> nicest guy will always talk to you. Extremely nice guy. Very good in the community. Swag. Off the charts, man. Mm-hmm. The guy's dress code is awesome. 
sunken cost for the Raptors now. They got to figure something out in the offseason. This is a huge offseason topic, but he's not giving this team anything. He's done. I think his body's just done, and he's done. And he has no place in a series like this either. Him and JV need to sit on the bench. I think maybe you can play him off the bench, like the back of small forward. And PJ would just be the starting small forward. You know the closeout minutes that DeLon Wright and other guys get in a blowout or at the closeout of a half? Those are now his minutes. Nothing more. <laughs> right. You can't. Uh, yeah. Seriously, he's too much of a liability now. Yeah, man. I don't, uh, I just uh, for him for Demari Carroll, I just I haven't I haven't been able to form an opinion on him because people are always so down on him. But then there are some games where he's like uh, pretty effective. But then I think about you know if you're a washed up or not even washed up, but just like if you're an aging player, right? That's usually how your career goes. Like. You, most days it's kind of like meh to bad and then there's some days where you just like bang home five threes and like nobody can guard you and uh he's at that point right now right so i don't know he's just on the decline man he's getting old for and me i don't it? give a damn about those regular season games that are essentially meaningless when you compare them to playoff basketball because the styles are so different mm-hmm. in situations like this he just can't play it's Ooh. nothing personal. It's, I don't care about your regular season pass games. The intensity is just too high. The game's too fast. Everything is just a step above, and it's quite frankly a step above him. Oh man, that is it the, is right now. I mean, dude, the Flames take. Yeah, but look at the matchups. Look <laughs> at who he's guarding. He has to guard either LeBron. I think Richard Jefferson could eat his food too right now. Oh, like, it's, it's, it's okay. not good. It's not good. Mm. Yeah, man. I'm. I'm lost. I'm. A, I'm a miss for him. Well, think about everything he does well and how much it's been basically mitigated because of his body breaking down and his mm-hmm. age. Mm-hmm. Switchability, shooting the three, yeah, eliminating the guys on the baseline. Like yeah. He used to hedge guys on the baseline hard. Now, it's a free pass. It's usually a, it usually results in a layup, to be honest. Wow, the demise of Damari Carroll, man. It's sad because he was awesome in Atlanta. He was awesome in Atlanta, and I think we all wanted Atlanta uh, Carol, but we all we all knew eventually like the contract was going to be a bad contract, right? Like when we signed him, it was uh, like fifteen million, and then you know fifty million over four years. But he was like twenty nine when he signed that contract. When the year, how old is he right now? Like I think he's thirty one, thirty or thirty one, right? So Tino Lowry's the oldest guy in the team. Yeah, he's thirty right now, and he's going to turn thirty one in July. So you know. He's on the decline. He's a long dude, has an injury history, small forward. I mean, eventually, if he was just like a, a sniper from three, like he, you should really just focus on just being an absolute sniper from three because then that would bring back his, a lot of his playability and that would just make him amazing off the bench. He told me he wants to be the black Kyle Corper. Mm-hmm. That's been one of his goals for a long time, and he told me he wanted to shoot over 40% from three. So right. obviously that's in the cards for him, and that's a goal for him, but... Right. 100% today, baby. Eternal optimist. 100% today, baby. He's on his way. Oh, man. I, I have no comments for that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there's a positive. Another positive thing is um, Lowry pressed the bench. Like that Lowry, Kojo... Powell, uh, Ibaka, um, I think it's also Tupat. 
real good. Like that's a like, seriously, seriously good squad. I think no, it's what the pals on that pals on that squad, man. And no JV, pal, and no JV. It's amazing. I I can't wait to look at the pace after that they play at in comparison to that starting five. So fast, they're so much faster. And like the that's that's something that the Cavs like really, really, really struggle with is transition D, dude. The transition defense, yes. So JV is slow. I mean, he also slows down the pace of the the regular squad. So you're not getting that many. I haven't seen JV get a lob in like five games. What's that? <laughs> a lob? <laughs> a lob? Like a lob pass? Yeah, what is that? <laughs> for a dunk? I thought maybe? those were kind of extinct in Toronto. For, for a dunk? Yeah, man. It, like, DeMar hasn't gotten a lob. Ibaka. Nobody gets, nobody gets lob passes. Um, nobody Knight, really slashes to the cup. That's an issue. Norman. Yeah, except for Norm. But Norm is getting those, like, two, like, he's a two-foot jumper, like Richard Jefferson, where he jumps off two feet, which is weird. Um, yeah. But that to that Lowry plus the bench is the Lowry plus the bench killed LeBron at the bench. LeBron versus with the bench lineup, which is amazing if you think about it. It's because that lineup is old and slow. All mm. they want to do is bump screen and jack up triples, which works because when we saw when they hit a couple threes, it's a momentum changer. Mm-hmm. Uh, they know when they get out there, LeBron's going to do most of the work. As long as they make their open shots, that's all they need to do. Yeah, that's so, it. But when you have that Lowry plus the bench, it's like the speed to cover up uh, those three-point shooters is evident, right? So, yeah, a lot of switches, but, you know, I'd, I'd rather take a Lowry, I'd take a LeBron post-up for two than Kyle Korver for three or Channing Fryden for three, you know, so. I agree. Consider <laughs> this, though. Channing Fry, Darren Williams, Kyle Korver. They combined for 15 shots tonight. Nine of those shots were from three. Yeah, it's from deep. Like I said, they don't give a damn. They're out there to just shoot triples, strictly triples. For the Raptors, I don't understand why. I would, I'd be hugging the perimeter to the yeah. point where you know what? If LeBron wants to go dunk it, that's fine. Yeah, like, the make, threes are what's going to kill us. Make LeBron average like forty a game, man. Because make just like make sure nobody else gets a shot off. And they're they're doing these closeouts where uh, they're doing like. These super like these soft closeouts, so they kind of like jog out to put their hand on like car clo- make those those guys drivers. Like Kyle, Channing Fry doesn't want to drive to the rim to drive a pull up a layup, you know. Not a chance. Kyle Korver's yeah. not trying to dunk the ball. Like <laughs> these guys are specifically on the court to shoot threes. So make them a driver, man. This is when they're turning over the ball because they they got to dribble and look for somebody to pass to because they're not challenging Ibaka at the rim. Right, so that's how you're going to be able to generate turnovers, get some steals, get some transition going. You got to think like that. I don't know why they're not oh, like sprint to those guys on the perimeter. Get your hands up. Obviously, don't jump. Do not jump. Just get your hands up and make them shoot over you or drive the ball. What's so frustrating about to watch too is to go back to Dwayne Casey being in Dallas. He obviously played with Dirk Nowitzki, or sorry, Coach Dirk Nowitzki. Mm-hmm. Dirk is a guy that's known for not taking a lot of dribbles but putting up a shit ton of points. Right. Like an unbelievable amount. You look at what Corver, Channing Fry, not so much Darren Williams, but Corver and Fry, I bet you if you track their dribbles in the game, so little. So little. So they Maybe. just want to get to their spot, set up, and shoot. Knowing that, run right at them and move them off that spot. Yeah. I know it sounds really simple, but <laughs> it is that simple, but it is that simple sometimes. Like it's not always something super complex, right? 
Like it can be as simple as like we're closing out harder harder on shooters, or we're just gonna stay home on shooters and pick and roll, right? Like that's what the Thunder did against um against the the Rockets, and like James Harden like kind of struggled with that. Like instead of like they just guarded the two like the two man game was guarded by two defenders, and they're just like yeah you're not gonna be able to shoot threes. You either have to throw the lob or try and get to the rim somehow. And if you have if that pick and roll is with Ibaka uh, at the five instead of JV, you can actually kind of do that. <laughs> yeah, you can. To be honest, you can. Right? Like, that that shuts down the lob to Tristan Thompson, and then, like, P.J. Tucker is still right there on LeBron's hip, or he's on LeBron's side, right? And then it's going to be harder to finish at the rim. You just... It, it, Ibaka at the five just makes too much sense for it to not happen. <laughs> it has to happen. It has to be what they, they stick with. If they're going to win this series... They have to shorten the bench now. Shorten, just shorten the entire roster, to be honest. Casey's yeah. got to be a little more cutthroat. Like It's the only way, man. It's the only way. Because the problem tonight is people are going to quickly point to, you know, the Raptors have 39 made field goals. Oh, the Caps have 39 made field goals, too. Free throws and threes. Hmm. The numbers are a little bit skewed when you look in the fourth. Like, the fourth quarter was a gong show. The <laughs> Raptors got a lot of garbage there, and it just it skewed the box score. Right. But before that, man... The Cavs literally, I, I want to say, had easy an extra 20 points just from threes and free throws. Right. Yeah, and the free th- the free throw thing, if you want to f- uh, foul somebody, if you, you can foul LeBron, dude. LeBron is not a good free throw shooter this year. He's been shooting like 67%. Right? So I'm cool he, with that. So if he's, if he's going to the rack, foul him. Right? The 67% is um, that's better for th- free throw. Like, he shoots less than that. He think it's probably... In the high fifties, maybe low sixties at the rim this year, probably low, fi- probably mid to high fifties. So just foul him, man. Sixty six or sixty six or sixty seven percent from the line. I'd rather foul him. I'm in that boat. <laughs> I think you know that's, but that's you know doing things at the margins. You know that's shaving probably like five points a game from him, and that would help a lot. <laughs> Love and Kyrie weren't that great tonight. They're twelve to twenty nine combined. It's nothing to brag about. They were just average, in my opinion. Yeah. Yes, Kevin Love hit some triples. Kyrie had a little drive here, but they were nothing great tonight. Yeah. And if even, they would have played the Warriors tonight with that type of game or a better team than the Raptors, they would have got spanked. Yeah, they would have lost. And even, you know, Jared Smith only had six points, man. You only hit two, you had two triples, and that's it. So there, 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 there are times where uh, the Raptors, I can see them winning games. I can see them winning game two. Dwayne Casey's going to have to make some coaches, coaching changes. Hopefully, his, What are those changes, though? What are those changes? I want to hear no, what you think those changes are. No, I'm serious. No JV. Like, I actually want zero minutes for JV. Play Pirtle instead. Okay, I don't know if he's... Pirtle's a rookie. Norman Powell was a rookie last year. Okay? Rookies can still perform. Right. No JV. Uh, anytime LeBron is on the four... Powell has to be in the game, like a must. Like as soon as that happens, you see, like you see Kevin Love getting off the court. Norman Powell should be at the table getting dressed to get into the game. Um, Delon Wright should be playing a little bit more. I don't know when exactly, but he should be playing more than like seven minutes. Um, Carroll, he only he's only playing fifteen minutes. He only played fifteen minutes today. Maybe like bring that down to ten, and you can give a little bit more to Delon Wright. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's it. Like, no JV, dude. None. 
Like, I seriously want no JV. All, any minutes JV should be getting should be going to Pirtle or Ibaka. Or Tupat. And Tupat at one to shoot the ball. Yeah. <laughs> Tupat, shoot the rock. JV on the bench. Carroll, limited minutes. Whatever minutes that you're going to give him, those now belong to Norman Powell and DeLon Wright. Or DeLon Wright needs to play more because he's flexible in terms of what he can switch on. He's long. He can pass the ball. In case they haven't noticed... You need ball handlers. You need the ball Cavs. handlers against this Cavs team, man. You need somebody like yes. as soon as that ball swings, like somebody catches it and they're moving, they're passing it, dribbling it, or shooting it. Okay, goal. You gotta think Golden State Warriors when you're playing against the Cavs. Thank you. And for the Ra- I was just about to say, if you're the Raptors, shorten the bench and shorten who you play. If somebody's playing bad, I don't care if it's Demar Derozan or Kyle Lowry. You gotta pull them out. You gotta play with speed. You gotta push the ball. If you're not going to shoot the three, get to the cup. You just got to put some pressure back on the Cavs here. You know how they're going to play. You know they're going to hard blitz. And I'm talking hard blitz on Lowry and DeRozan to get the ball out of their hands. That's fine. Yeah, but if you push the pace, you get some easy buckets. Yeah, they're it's terrible in transition. They're terrible in tra- transition. So they're those, terrible in deep period. They don't give a damn about deep. Yeah, they like if those, tonight. those doubles, this is why we want DeLon Wright or Powell. Is like When those doubles come and Powell and, or DeLon Wright get the ball... They're going to the basket, especially if you're the uh, Norman Powell. You're going to the basket like hard body. He's trying to dunk on fools there, right? And he's got that three. Like he's a legit three and D player. Like how is he only getting twenty minutes, man? <laughs> think, think about this too. Most of the time when it's Lowry DeRozan with the ball, it's usually LeBron or J.R. Smith coming over to help to make sure the ball gets out of those guys' hands. Mm-hmm. So now we're talking that the matchup could be possibly Delon Wright against Kyrie Irving. Yeah, depending on who's on the floor, it's tough to say. But either way, he's going to get somebody that's not LeBron more often than not, meaning he can break that guy down. And when you break that guy down in one on one, you're going to get guys slashing in, open looks on the perimeter. You're just going to get the Cavs D out of sorts, and that's saying something because that D's already bad enough. So <laughs> imagine what it looks like then. Oh man, exactly. All right, man. This is this is so, a therapeutic. A little bit. I mean, ah. All right, here. I'll leave you with this. I'll leave everyone with this, actually. Okay. So the Raptors, they got a lot of double-digit losses in the playoffs. Ten of their last 12 playoff losses have been by double digits. They're 7-2 and two after those games. Yeah. Well, they, are they going to win? I mean, gonna be <laughs> well, the series doesn't start until you win uh, a, a game, game on the road. Right, so. The and Raptors... that is never more true than against LeBron. Right. Get the... this with LeBron. Okay. LeBron is 18-0 and in best of sevens when his team takes a 2-0 lead. Right. Exactly. And plus, the Raptors need they need the split, you know, to, like, to seize home court advantage. And, uh, you know, it needs, I mean, you have to win a road game eventually, as, especially when you're the underdog. So there's just, like, there's no way around it. They have to win game two. There is a, there is a silver lining to game one, even though that they kind of got thrashed. Um, kind of? The kind of. <laughs> I know cases. He doesn't want to use the word. They got dominated. They got crushed. They got crushed, man. For the most, for the majority of the game, they got crushed. But there was like there were parts where I'm like, yeah, man, they totally can hang with this team, right? So we we saw the parts that worked, right? Where you're gonna, you know, if you're a religious person, you're gonna pray, you know, <laughs> and if you're not a religious person, you're gonna go, you're gonna go wish on a star, okay? And you're going to be like, please, 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 Dwayne Casey, do not play JV anymore. And that's all I, and that's all you're going to have to ask for. 
And I'm serious, if they just don't play JV, this team will actually, like, seriously po- pose a chance or pose a threat to the Cavs. And that's I all agree. they need. That's all you need, man. For what it's worth, Vegas had tonight's game at Cavs favored by 6.5 points. Mm-hmm. Wednesday's game, they're favored by 7.5. So a full point increase. Not necessarily saying it's a blowout, but if you want to go off the pass scores, again, just to remind everybody, mm-hmm. last year and now this year, the Raptors have lost by 31, 19, 38, and 11 points in Cleveland. I'm not telling you to bet the Cavs. <laughs> However, you just gave me two conflicting uh, like records. You know, like... I can't. I mean, we're not a gambling podcast here. I can't be throwing out, you know. Right, but you're like seven and two. <laughs> can't be throwing out picks. You're but. like seven and two in game two, and then like, and then after that, you're just like LeBron. Only, if LeBron wins game two, then he always wins the series. But then you're after is like, after that, you said like, you know, the Raptors always lose in in Cleveland. Hey, hey, like, what do you, you <laughs> what do you tell me? I'm, I'm getting give you both sides of the fence. But I'm not gonna <laughs> tell you where to place your money. You know. Okay. This is just investing advice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thinking as you may with the statistics here, but you know. All right, man. Damn. We'll be back in game two. We'll be back, man. We'll be hold back. on, hold on. What's your prediction for game two? We're going to win game two. Wait, 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 wait. If JV is in the starting lineup, we're going to lose. Disclaimer if alert. If, we're, if, we're, <laughs> if JV's in the starting lineup, we're going to lose. But if he's not, we're going to win. And that's it. That's that's all the hinges on. If he's in the starting lineup, yes or no? Yes, we're gonna lose. No, we're gonna win. That's it. Cavs are winning, and I hate to be the pessimist, but when have we seen Casey make a monstrous adjustment like that? Inserting Norm Powell last series was a no-brainer, and mm-hmm. that was considered a massive step. I mean, do you really think he's gonna take JV out seriously? Yes. What's your confidence level? Yes? Oh, yes. you're 100% confident he's going to. Not 100%, but I'm more than 50% sure that he would take JV out in the lineup. Like, he just hasn't worked. He hasn't worked in the last series. He didn't he didn't work this game. He didn't work against the Cavs last year. Like, it doesn't work. Usually in, usually in game ones, like, coaches want to play their vanilla lineup to see how it works before they have to make adjustments. Right, so we saw the vanilla lineup. We saw him fall behind, but then we saw when Lowry in the bench, Lowry with you know Powell, Powell just himself, Powell on the court, you know Serge Ibaka at the five, or like that's when they were making the comebacks. That's when they were going on runs. So if you're gonna maximize that, you need to play less JV, preferably no JV. That's it. That's my spiel. I don't know if there's if there's a message from today. No more JV. No more Jonas. I'm sure, they Valentinus. got that message. Beat that message. <laughs> no more Jonas Valanciunas. If they don't have that message by now, they probably stop listening to us about four minutes in. <laughs> Just to be fair, uh, <laughs> this is call of what it is here. Okay, man. All right, man. I'm I'm still gonna stick with the Cavs for game two. Okay. Just because. This team has done the same thing over and over and over and over and over, and it's pretty much insanity at this point. So until I see a change, I'm just gonna wow. stick with what I know. All right. That's LeBron James. Death, taxes, LeBron in the finals. That's pretty much been a guarantee in yeah, the last six, seven years. Six years, six years, six years sorry. Six years in a row. Trying to make it seven. God damn. All right, guys. <laughs> <laughs> As always, you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Tip of the Tower. You can subscribe to the show on iTunes or SoundCloud at Tip of the Tower. Feel free to leave us a review. We love reading your guys' thoughts, comments, any suggestions, even questions. We love it all. 
You can follow me on Twitter at Crystal Kranitz. You can follow Demar on Twitter at Demar J Grant. Guys, take care and um, hopefully you feel better by Wednesday because tonight was another ass kicking. Buenos noches. Sergio Baca at the five. Yes. <laughs> Norm to start. <laughs> Later, guys. Later. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.